What happens to the soul each year on the anniversary of its passing? Welcome to the Transformative Daft. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 12 of Tractate Nadarim, and we learn the significance of a Yorzeit. Welcome to the Transformative Daft, and thank you for being my Chavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. Rabbi Shimbai Yochai lay on his deathbed. His disciples entered the room filled with consternation. Suddenly, a ring of fire sprang up and surrounded the house. Most of the students fled the building terrified. Only his closest disciples remained, and Rabbi Shimbai Yochai began to expound the great secrets of the Torah. That day, they say, was the day the Zohar was originally revealed. As Rabbi Shimon was about to depart this world, he made a final request of his disciples. Each year when you commemorate my Yorzeit, do not mourn. Celebrate the remembrance of my passing, for on that calendar date each year, I shall continue passing from one holy level in heaven to the next level above. Let's look at today's Gemara. Which is the vow prohibition mentioned in the Torah? It is a case where one said, I hereby declare that I will not eat meat and I will not drink wine like the day my father died or like the day my Torah teacher died or like the day Gedalia, the son of Achikam, was killed or like the day I saw Jerusalem in its state of destruction. Says the Rosh, it is proper to afflict oneself on the yard side of one's father or teacher. Let's analyze the Gemara. The Truma suggestion derives from the Gemara that it is appropriate to fast on one's parents' yard site. Rabbi Kiva Eger teaches that we must likewise conclude that it is appropriate to fast on the yard site of one's Torah teacher. The Shalah explains that fasting on one's Rebbe's yard site is a sign of covered respect towards him. The El Yarabah questions the covered rationale, maintaining that the reason for fasting on the yard site of a parent is twofold. First, because there's a spiritual connection between the souls of the parent and the child, and second, because the fact that one's parent died on a particular day shows that the day bodes poorly. There's a concern for the bad muzzle of the day for the child of the deceased. One fasts on the occasion in order to avert any further misfortune. The Mahari Mintz maintains that one fasts in order to atone for the soul of the deceased. On the yard side, the deceased is being judged and granted consideration for a possible aliyah, the elevation of the soul in heaven. In order to assist the soul in the heavenly court, its loved ones engage in teshuva. Nevertheless, the Minchas Yitzchak teaches that the weakening of the generations led to a shift in popular minhag associated with the Yorzeit. Rather than fasting, we increase in tzedakah and the charitable sharing of food. It's customary to invite everyone to eat and drink and make brachas in memory of the deceased. That's the basis of the tikkun practice of a Yorzeit. So if you've ever seen someone commemorating a Yorzeit and hesitated to partake because you thought you don't really know the fellow, then you've missed an opportunity to help his parents neshama. It's precisely meant for those who are partaking, not because they're his friends, but because he's charitably distributing the l'chaims. While nowadays we might engage in eating and drinking to remember our loved ones, it doesn't mean we should neglect the importance of the day. It's a day that we must dedicate to teshuva and good deeds in order to assist the elevation of the soul to the next heavenly level. In fact, the day is not just about our loved ones who have passed. As the rabbis explain, it is a day that we must think about our own spiritual lives. Our souls are intrinsically bound to those of our parents, and their yorzeit is a day of challenging muzzle for the living relatives. As such, the yorzeit of your loved one is a time to examine your own spiritual life. 
It's a mini Yom Kippur, a day of introspection, self-reckoning, and repentance. Your loved one is no longer here. His time has passed. How are you going to spend your short time in this world? The Yorotzeit is a powerful day, both for the Neshama in the next world and the person commemorating the occasion in this world. May you observe this important day with charity and self-reflection, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.